Trey Styles on Promo Kings Radio Podcast on all major platforms. It's Michael. You got it, you got it bad, and I want it bad. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You got it, you got it bad, and I want it bad. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. How you do it like that? How you moving like that? Causing trouble all over. You don't care where you're at yeah. Tell me what's your ad Tryna get a follow back Are we on the same time? Got something in mind Do you wanna roll? Are you down a stroll? Do you wanna vibe? Are you down the ride? Tryna see what's up Baby, this might be love If you stick around Baby, you might get stuck why the games you playing? You could be singing. What's on your mind? So we don't gotta fake it. Ain't no time for wasting. Tryna make your mind so you know I'm impatient though. Cause you got it, you got it bad. And I want it bad. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. Tell me if I'm moving too fast. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got it, you got it bad And I want it bad Tell me if I'm moving too fast Tell me if I'm moving too fast mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah Searching where you at, where you at? Tryna get it right back. right back Add you to my playlist Like my favorite track Tell me, tell me where you at Don't stun on me, don't cap are we on the same time? Gotta make you all mine Pull up in the jack, post it on snap Now they watching us, now they big mad big mad. Yeah, this lifestyle, keep me in my bag If you stick around, have you popping tags Oh yeah, why the games you playing? You could be saying What's on your mind, so we don't gotta fake it Ain't no time for wasting Tryna make your mind so you know I'm impatient though Cause you got it, you got it bad And I want it, you got it bad Tell me if I'm moving too fast Tell me if I'm moving too fast mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it bad And I want it bad Tell me if I'm moving too fast I'm moving too fast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 1212 with your man Trey Styles, your favorite promoter's favorite promoter. This is Promo Kings Radio Podcast. You know how I do it. I'm feeling good. Just another day. It's Monday. I'm I'm feeling lit right now. I got a little bit of pour on my song, a little bit in my cup. So I've been sipping a little bit. And I'm ready to turn up with my young boy. I got my homie Micah Lee on the line right now. Talk to him, peoples. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Micah Lee. 
What's going on, bro? You know what I'm saying? Yo, I need you to get a little bit energized. You got the whole world listening to you right yeah. now, bro. Know what I mean? I'm saying, Let them know. Where you from? Um, I'm from Georgia. Uh, I'm born and raised in McDonough, Georgia. Okay. Um, so that's about like 30 minutes away from Atlanta. Okay, yeah, I've seen that before on the, on the map. You know what I mean? Going, that's like coming back. Going de- um going b- back towards Carolina or that's like going further out to like going like to Florida, uh, uh, Alabama. I mean, like Alabama. Florida. That's where you li- like going close to Florida. Right, you'd be like going down. Okay, dope, dope, dope. Right. So um, how did you obtain the love for music? Cause I I'm uh, listening to this this record bad. And I'm like, okay. I mean, he got some, like, I'm I'm looking forward to hearing more and more and more projects from you. So, like, I'm like, so what, like, what up started? Like, I'm going to get on this record. I'm going to do this record. I'm going to get in the studio and really kind of get it going. Uh, well, I've been doing music for uh, as far as I can remember. Okay. So this is really, like, my first official single to be out everywhere. Dope. Uh, it was definitely... An Usher influenced uh, song. He's one of my top artists uh, in the R&B game right now. Dope. So um, I would say that that was inspiring when I was in the studio when I was writing. Okay, that's what kind of like, kind of that's the, what the vibe you was on. Um, right. So you say Usher. So who's your who's your top five in the game? The, your top so, five music artists. So the top five would definitely be Usher. Okay. Um, you got Drake. Dope. Bryson Tiller. Okay. Ty Dolla Sign. Okay, that's a dope list. This is, this is um, the first list I had like that with these artists all in in it in the top five. So that's dope. I like I like the different. I like the like it's a it's a different list, but I can hear it coming from the singles. So that's right, consistent yeah. right there. They all have it. They all and I feel like, um, I feel like I have, like, the same type of flow that they would have, mm-hmm. or that they have, rather. So, you, well, I mean, like, so you obtained the love from it, like, did you just start making this, I mean, you was going into a studio, you started going into the studio, what made you want to be like, All right, I'm going to kind of take it serious? Um, I think I wanted to start taking it serious when I was a little younger, like, mm-hmm. I was trying to push for this when I was like 15. I've been a writer since 15. Dude. Before that, I grew up in like the church choir, um, in a, in a gospel group with like my family. Oh, that's and dope. eventually, I wanted to like break out and do my own thing. And um, then it got to the point to where I, I came across the right people, yeah. the right producers. Uh, well, and then it led me to getting this single done. Nah, that's definitely dope, bro. It's definitely growing up. So you mentioned you was um singing in the um uh, cry uh choir at church. How do they kind of like your family and your loved ones kind of view you kind of doing more R and B secular music? Um, it's really not an issue. Um, mm-hmm. I guess as long as I'm you know using my voice, they're supportive no matter what. Nah, that's dope. Um, that's dope. 
Big up to your family. Big up to everybody, all your um, your family, everybody supporting you over there. That's real dope. Because sometimes, some, sometimes you hear um stories about different, that's a lot of artists that was in the choir or church, and then when they started making certain kind of music, the family kind of, like, you know what I'm saying, more like feel like it's an embarrassment to the church if you're saying certain things and you to be able to sing in the church choir, you have to learn. You have to learn how to. So that you think that's what kind of taught you melodies, singing in the church uh, choir. I want to say it played a part. Okay. Um, but I always find myself like when I write music, I like listen to different beats, whether it's on YouTube or um anywhere where there's something like beats. Mm-hmm. I, I start listening to them if I'm feeling it, if I'm vibing with it, I just start writing and then it goes from there basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I've always, I'm, I listen to a lot of documentaries from different artists, especially when they grew up in the church and um, some of the top artists um, were singing in the church and they learned certain things, certain ones learned certain things from being like stage performance. You figure church, you're going to start off with at least about 50 to 100 that you got to perform in front of. Like, exactly. so you think that kind of got you prepared for performing on stage? And have you performed on stage anywhere before? Um, I haven't performed on stage yet. Um, but I do say performing in the church um, would definitely help with that, you know, just based off of what I did before. Yeah. I would say that it definitely helped when the time comes for me to perform. Yeah, because like I said, I teach you early. A lot of people who don't get that kind of music development, especially like hip-hop artists, because they kind of really go into it. So they first thing, they got to be able to just stand on stage and know how I would think being in a church choir will kind of taught you certain ways of just projecting yourself on uh, in front of people. So... That I think that's always some good some good traits to have from being in a church choir right there. Yeah. Um shit. When can we expect a a EP, a album, a mixtape, something? Cause I need you to get in the studio and get to work, homie. Yeah, I'm trying to. Um right now, like my soul my music is kind of Focus right now is to basically uh, get a couple more singles out yeah. before the end of the year. Okay. Um, I don't have an exact date for an EP, but I want to hopefully have one done sometime next year for 2022. Okay, you're going to start off 2022 with with a with a project? Right. Dope, dope, dope. You, you, have, you thought of the title or anything for it? Strong feeling about. Okay. Uh, it's called Universal. Okay. So dope. That's real widespread. That yeah, that's real widespread right there. Um, who who produced the record bag? Who, where did you get that um uh, production from? So the beat came from uh, Beatstars.com. It was a producer named um Dreamlike Beats. Okay. Um, I didn't personally work with him, but I leased the beat from him, and then um, I have a connection with um, a producer that I work with uh, named Vic, 
and we just created some magic with this record, and that's how that came about. They from they they from down south from um the Georgia area. Yes. Yeah. They, dope. They from Georgia as well. Okay. Both the producer that you got least to be in out of and out of the producer. They both. I'm not from, sure with the um. I'm not sure exactly where the beat maker. Okay. Is. Okay, but your but your other producers out there, right? Yeah, that's it's very important to build that relationship with um with definitely any producers in your area, because that's what's gonna be your inspiration. If you link up most like producer artist package deals, yeah. become the best because uh, especially if you uh, if somebody gets to learn your sound and is invested in your sound and they're a producer, they can kind of custom make production for you like and and, yeah. and now you get your signature sound going on that's where i actually want to um try to uh, look into next try to find someone that can create my own sound that's a little different yeah um yeah yeah because you definitely got the harmony and the um definitely got the the when you when i'm listening to the bad record you're definitely on point with it like you keeping the tempo so that's like real early traits of a, of a real, you know what I mean? Like you could stay consistent with the art form is what keeps everything going. Cause once you once you really learn and master art form, you just perfecting it from there. And like you know what I'm saying? And, and just listening, I listen to music all day long from artists from all over the world. I could tell when I've worked records my whole life from Def Jam, Atlantic, so I know when it's a hit. I know when the record about to be a go. I know all of that and just dis, yeah. embedded in my head because I've been around it for my whole life. You feel me? So when I'm hearing certain records, I'm like, okay, you just got to put now, but that be half of the battle. And I tell people all the time, 20% of this thing is music and the other, other percentage is, 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 is marketing, branding, no, I mean pushing it, promotion, advertisement, like all day long, like consistent, 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 beating it in the people's heads, beating in people's heads. I worked the slow down Bobby V record. None of the DJs loved that record when I first got it, and this is on vinyl when I work in the record. So I gave them all the vinyl record. Boom, boom. Nobody was playing that shit. I started working the record in the clubs every night. All the clubs, script clubs, regular clubs. Then they got those DJs on it. The next thing you know, the radio DJs start jumping on it. So sometimes it's not. It's sometimes it's not always. Formats have to be the thing. The key to this thing is knowing the formats. A lot of people don't even know the formats. But then, even if you know a format, you gotta sometimes switch up the format. If I can't get a record on radio, then I have to go in the clubs and hit it in the streets. The streets are demanding on radio once it gets buzzing the streets. A lot of the new artists, I I believe, don't understand that because they don't they didn't come from it, so they don't know. A lot of them think that's the key. I just do what I need to do on Instagram, YouTube, and then my record will blow up. Nah, know what I'm saying. What about these clubs? Guarantee half of these people you see on these videos ain't going crazy on the videos. If you go to the city and go to the different clubs and ask the clubs, is they playing these records or? Or any of these of these artists like like selling out the clubs out there, they'll be like, nah. Know what I mean? So it's all a put on image or whatever for the, for the world. But when you really check and see what kind of work is doing, 
know what I mean, behind the scenes, that's what really solidifies the artist. You feel me? Yeah, and that's what I had to learn because with this record alone, um, I've been having to do a lot of self promotion mm-hmm. and you know having to pay. Oh, that know, was that was that was one of, that was one of my questions though. I was gonna ask you, um, give me give me one thing that you had to learn the hard way. So that was yeah. it right there. Yeah, it, w- it would have been that just having to basically do it all on my own. Like, I don't have a team behind me like that except for, you know, yeah. my closest family and my producer, of course. But I'm really doing it as yeah. far as the marketing part yeah. by myself. And I'm having to learn that I have to just be on top of things. I know. I know. I, I live that life every day. That's why I say it's all about meeting people and billing with people. Like, exactly. like, don't say, so now we linked up. So now you got a person that's expert at marketing and radio station and all that. So it's all about, that's how a team is built off of the people that you meet in your life. And then you just build that relationship with the people. Like a lot of people, they ain't always around when, when the company is built, but then they come along the way. Cause like do people step up to the plate and be like, yo, I can do this. I can shoot videos. I'm a graphic designer. I, I got a radio, like, so once you find people that can do multi, multi stuff, you might just need, like, five people that know how to do multi stuff. Now what I mean? Yeah. They could multitask, and then that's a team. It don't always have to be a whole bunch of numbers of people in in, in, in your team to make it, you know what I'm saying, make it work. Right. Shit, um, if you could do a record with anybody in the world, who would it be? You only got one choice. Anybody in the world. And this record is going to... This record might take you to platinum. Out of your... It's going to take you... You know what I mean? However you choose, it's going to solidify how successful you might become. You know what I mean? Anybody in the world. That's a tricky one. Okay, so is that for like an artist? Period. Like Any producer? anybody like no, it's it's for definitely for an artist. It would it would the record will already be already produced, but this would be an artist that after the record was already produced, you already got the beat. The beats fire, everything's fired. They already got the chorus worked out, and then they like yo, you could. Pick this guy. This guy's gonna come on, guy or girl. Not me. It don't have to be a guy, guy or girl. Whoever. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna come in, and they gonna do the, they gonna do the, they gonna do the hooks. They gonna do the fucking chorus. I mean, they gonna do the chorus, and they gonna, you know what I'm saying? Get on the actual record and and and, and do some and do some bars or, or do some singing. Who would it be? The artist that come to my head at this moment. Anybody I in the world. Say, I wanna say her. Her? That's yeah. dope. That's like dope. She has a, a very unique sound. Uh, all her records to me sound amazing. And I feel like our voice would like collide if we did a track together. Nah, that's dope. Her, if you listen to my podcast or you got some of your peoples that listen to my show, definitely tap in with this young brother right here. He might he might have he ain't have some missing ingredients, you know what I mean, to the to the gumbo or something, know what I mean? <laughs> facts, 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 facts. Do you um 
think it's easier for a hip hop artist to get on and get recognized globally and get a, a get a situation a, a deal or or just a, a, a lot of sponsorship compared to an R&B artist I wanna say, I wanna say when it comes to a rapper, you think they got? I feel like, they, I feel like they might have a little bit of an upper hand. Okay. Um, I guess because some people have like unique flows when they rap. Okay. Um, I feel like it might be a little bit more easier for them. But every but everybody can't sing though, so that's the thing. When you think of that, that's like a real question that you got to really think of. Because I would say, and anybody else would say, an R&B artist might have the one-up on a rap. Because a lot of people, it's, it's way easier to rap than it is to sing. Know what I mean? That's why, that's why you probably don't have, that's why you probably don't have that many singers compared to rappers. So, I... So I don't know. In my mind, I don't. So you do. So you're saying you think it's easier for well, rappers? Only the only reason why I say that is because I've seen different rappers that like, you know, they have like a certain flow, and they'll you know from freestyling and stuff. But then I guess when it comes to singers, yeah, everybody you know, can't everybody do. Can sing, yeah, everybody you know? can't do that. So that's like a a straight given talent. Like some people. Yeah were born singing like some people were singing like like you said some people were singing like since they was five years old or whatever now i mean like now listen to a nigga that was rapping at five years old he might be singing some shit and know a melody but it ain't like no top of the line like it ain't gonna be if you heard somebody singing at five years old hitting a long note and actually harmonizing you gonna pay more attention to that little kid than you than somebody was rapping at five years old because it's probably gonna be saying they might know how to put words together, but the shit they gonna be saying is gonna be some bubblegum type stuff because they don't know nothing at five years old. They they brain ain't developed to talk different stuff to become. Then that's one thing of being an artist, nor say of a rapper. I say a rapper has to be able to come up with different concepts. More concepts than I think an R and B artist does. Do you think? Do you feel that way? Like, cause an R and B artist, basically, most people is gonna expect you to say something about relationships, love, heartbreak, heartbreak breakup. Know what I mean? So, what happens if an R and B artist goes outside of that? Um, know what I mean? Relax zone right there, like. Do you think more most artists should stay in that zone and stay with them categories, or if they could sing pretty much? Cause like think about it, like back in the days, Marvin Gaye didn't just sing about "Let's Get It On." He had the "What's What's Going On" joint. You know what I'm saying? And he was talking about all everything that was going on. So you think R and B artists should be able to? It's being like one box. Yeah. I feel like we should be able to touch. You know any subject in our music, mm -hmm. whatever it is. Um, but, but I think the, like, the labels and everything, they kind of scared of that because I feel like, say if it's an R&B artist, you know what I mean? Whatever, they didn't put all this money back in. And this is on a major label. 
uh, any label has the right to do work that work whatever a project they they feel because it's their money that they're putting up independently. Right. But a major, they're gonna look at you like yo, I signed this, I signed this artist, R&B artist, and he's talking about some. Say for example, Black Lives Matter. Now I mean, they looking at it. They already like semi hating on the whole subject matter, and now they're gonna right. use that as an excuse. Like, nah, we don't need you to, you know what I'm saying, use your voice to talk about, you know what I mean, police brutality. We need you to talk about, you know what I mean, taking this girl from the hotel to the, you know what I mean? You feel me? Yeah. So, it should be crazy, you know what I mean? And like, you know what I'm saying, big up, you know what I'm saying, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, the, um, the baby get through this crazy situation right now and everything yeah, that's going on. Right. But the shit is so... When you really break it down, I heard a few different people say it. Anytime, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just saying, this, for example, like Eminem. Eminem have said mad, crazy, crazy shit like that before. You know what I mean? On records, on stage, and everything. You know what I mean? Why is it that, that he get a pass? You know what I mean? Nobody don't know that. Like, why? Like, you know what I'm saying? So somebody said that. I forgot who said it. I'm like, damn, that's crazy. I never thought about it like that. You know what I'm saying? And think about all the wild stuff that the rappers say every day about shooting, killing, gang violence, all of that. And 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 no no sponsor will ever pull them for saying that. You feel me? Yeah. But so it's it's real touchy out here on on, on this culture, this cancer. I mean, this council culture that we live in. Because now, even as an R and B artist, know what I mean? Certain things you might want to say or whatever, but if you say it, now you gotta watch the watch how you say it. The prime example is a comedian. I would hate to be a comedian right now, cause now you can't use your you can't be your true self as a comedian. Know what I mean? At some point, if you say anything about a a a, a sex, nationality, anything as a comedian, when uh, we pose. We don't pose to take it face value if a comedian saying it. Yo, it's right. just, we know what we did for. We know it's just jokes. But yeah. now, comedians got getting canceled and shit. You feel me? So oh, wow. it's it's a, it's a crazy time that we live that we live in right now. What yeah. is what is one of your major goals that you're trying to accomplish in this music industry? Um, honestly, I would say. I just want to be another successful male R&B singer, you know, going mainstream um, and just pave the way for the next generation that's coming up. I just want to be in my own lane and have my own unique sound and just be overall successful and just, you know, see what comes after that. Would you you rather go major or, or would you rather kind of try to build it up and do what you need to do as an indie? artist right now i i feel like i want to just stay independent and see how far i can get with that yeah um yes yeah, i feel like being signed to a record label i see so many different people go through many things yeah. i've heard some people being signed to a record label and they get out their deal yeah they're more successful being independent because so the thing is it's pressure is it's pressure being on a record label because it's just like going to work because you right. work for somebody so now you got to meet a quota 
Just if you was a, a, a telemarketer or working a phone somewhere, they want you to reach your quota. You don't reach that quota, then they trying to get rid of you. Know what I mean? Or they ain't gonna give you no hours at work. Know what I mean? That's that same situation. Know what I mean, any anybody that ever worked at any type of job like that with, back in the days, I know I've worked a couple of jobs. They get you in that call center. You got they gonna give you a script. You gotta read this. Boo, 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 boo. You gotta get some people to do some bullshit that don't even make sense. But you gotta try to sell that to somebody and then get a little piece of percentage of that motherfucking sell. Like I said, if you think about it, we was learning these lessons early on. Like I said, if you really like anybody that like worked at any telemarketing like a, a job, that's how they used to do it. You would go up in there, they hire you. They hire you quick. They hire like. Hundreds and hundreds of people was at the. I used to work at a uh, Ticketmaster and some other shit. Like, I guess you got to be on the phone trying to sell some fucking magazines, some dumb shit. So niggas is calling all day long trying to get people to sell, and you on the phone gassing people up, trying your hardest to to convince them to do this just for you to get a paycheck at the end of the day. Yeah. And and the thing is, I tell people this every day. I don't like. I'm gonna. I'm never gonna knock somebody working and doing what they gotta do to feed their family. But always exactly. think about the shit at the end of the day. You're never gonna be richer than your boss. Yeah. Once I sat down there and really understood that, and and it almost damn near made me cry because I'm like, what the fuck? That's crazy. Like you're gonna never be richer. So whatever your ambitions in life, if you're working for somebody, you're never gonna be richer than him. And now you got to evaluate who you working for. So now you're looking at him, this nigga in that old, beat-up Honda Accord. What this dumb shit? You, now you looking like, holy shit. Like, like he ain't got the bag, and he, the nigga that's telling me what to do. Yeah. So how are you going to be bigger than him? Because he definitely not going to let you become bigger than him. If he got to sign your check. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's a setup game, so... And we were never taught this as as youth, as as kids, that you gotta ownership is everything. When you own, you make the you make the decisions. Like I've been owning my own business for years now, and I don't have to if I don't if if I want to sleep all day long, I can do that. If I don't want to get up, if I, anything I don't want to do, if my daughter's sick, I don't have to ask a job permission to go take her to the hospital. That's the most ingrained, the most, that's the most hurtful thing I ever felt having to work at a job and had to beg a manager to let me get off to go make sure my daughter did. You feel me? And then once you start feeling like enough is enough, like, damn, this shit is really designed for me to fail. Because no matter what, you'll work every day, every day, and you'll never get over the hump. Because it ain't designed for you to get over that hump. <laughs> like, yeah, you you did, you did anything. Look at let a job. That's how you know it's automatic. Hey, let a job know that you're looking at it. Looking, you could be looking for a, a part time job to be working with the job that you're working at. I've seen jobs sabotage that from a person even getting the, that second job. Let them get wait. Let them get. Hear about in the in the job that they're working at. Oh yeah, he about to be leaving. Um, 
Let, you know how co-workers talk, blah, 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 blah. He about to go get this new job. Man, that manager might, if that manager know the owner or the, or the district uh, manager at that other job, They'll call that job and let them know. Know what? Like he's not a good worker. I, if I wouldn't, I would. Yeah, I wouldn't sign. I wouldn't. I wouldn't give him a job if I was you. Just give you a heads up, Bob. All <laughs> some bullshit like that. Know what I mean? Now you like damn. What the fuck? And, and, and you'll never know why you never got that second job. Didn't get that call back. Yeah, cause somebody didn't. Somebody on the higher up at the job that you were working at. Sabotage your ass because they didn't want you to leave. Exactly. Sad shit, bro. I be, yo, as I got older, I started peeping out a lot of shit. I was like, damn, this real funny style in the world. Know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not designed. That's why you gotta always go, go outside of the box. The people that always went outside of the box or outside of the line, I did everything I'm supposed to do as they tell you the American dream. I went to college, I got the degree. But when I look at it, one day I was somewhere. And my art teacher was looking bad. I'm like, what the fuck? This nigga, this nigga just taught me. And I'm I'm good. I'm like, yo, I got four. Like, I'm doing graphics on the side. On the side. But I'm eating. But I'm like, damn, this is my art teacher. This nigga looking bad. Know what I mean? Like, he fucked up. Like, so anything that he taught me just without the, I mean, I took it to face value and learned and added my own shit. But right. on some life shit, he $100 mattresses. What? That's right. $100 mattresses. Come see us. Come on, man. You too old to be sleeping on that taller bed. Come to Trophy. All size mattresses. $100. Hey, come check out our kids section. Two locations. 880 North Military Highway inside Military Circle Mall. 1615 Northview Avenue. Trophies. Furniture and mattresses. The home of the no lumps, no bumps, or conehead weaves has switched it up for the summer season. NYC Celebrity Salons has joined forces with Capital Cuts on Tidewater Drive to bring you a one-stop shop for the entire family's hairstyling needs. We're doing sew-ins for as low as $150 with hair included from Crystal's Hair and Wig Palace while supplies last. Eggs about our $45 silk press special, $15 lashes, $55 relaxing style, and our cuts for kids. $65.86 Tidewater Drive in Novo. NYC Celebrities and Capital Cuts, black-owned and operated with over 20 years of service to our community and we continue to serve you in a sanitized environment to protect our loyal customers. Book a family day at the salon and barbershop and get 20% off your package. Call now to book your appointment 757-855-0002 That's 757-855-0002 NYC Celebrity Salon, the home of the no lumps, no bumps, no conehead looks guaranteed or your money back. Now hiring licensed barbers, stylists, and braiders. Commission and booth rentals options available now. Call 757-679-7300 372. Yo, 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 what's going on? This is Jersey Drake. Hi, this is Rihanna. Hey, what's up? This is Ludacris. What's up, y'all? This is Nicki Minaj. You're, you're rocking with the best. Promo Kings Radio Podcast with, with, with Trey Styles.